0: You are listening to The Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan, who's in Dallas, Texas. This is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. And Julie, in this particular episode, it was all about avoiding World War III, wasn't it?
1: attentions uh, were very high, Lynn. Um Things were, it was very, very delicate. There were multiple uh, moving parts. Um, at any time, we could have been tipped into a big war. Yes. If you are new to Satellite Sisters, you can find out more about us
0: at SatelliteSisters.com. We do a twice-weekly podcast in addition to this recap. We've been on the air for 15 years. We have a new book out called You're the Best, A Celebration of Friendship. But we love doing these TV recaps because we love... TV, and uh, (laughs) Julie, at the book signing in Brooklyn, someone came up to me and said, we started listening to your show when you started doing Downton Gabby, so that was really fun, so see new people coming to us through our TV recaps. But for this particular episode, I think it's important for you to know a couple of things. Julie lived in Russia for many years uh, as an expat there. And she is our connection to all things Rust- Russian and Eastern European. And uh, I have written actually for TV. So those those two things factor into our qualifications uh, for doing this Madam Secretary recap. Um, besides the fact that we just, we covet tay Leone's hair. That I think mm-hmm. is really why we're doing this, isn't it, Jill? She did a good <laughs> hair show, didn't she?
1: I she did. It, it was, was excellent hair throughout. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. All right. Here are the storylines we're working with on this week's show, and it was it was called the Long Shot. It was just a big build up to what is clearly going to be an explosive sweeps week. World War III storyline. I think it's very clever of the writers to use Russia as the evil empire because
1: they have sort of presented themselves as that recently, haven't they? Our friend Vladimir Putin is doing a good job of like, he has reemerged as the evil empire. Yes, Liam, that's
0: true. All right. So uh, here are the storylines for this show. We're going to break it down. On the home front, okay. Uh, this, you know, every week there's sort of a story about what's happening at home with one of the kids or with the role of Madam Secretary as a mother or the marriage or Henry. So on the home front, this time we hear from middle daughter Allison and she's feeling really underappreciated, like she can't get her mother's attention. She has recently signed up for the school newspaper where she's going to write a column on fashion and she wants to get some backup from her mother she wants madam secretary to take her to the mall on saturday she wants to discuss uh high high low makeup options and uh so this storyline plays out throughout the whole show where we see basically madam secretary ignoring her middle daughter at the family breakfast table because because there is a crisis that could lead to World War Three,
1: And maybe she doesn't have time to go to the mall this well, weekend. <laughs> yes, uh, but somebody is doing a Teo Leone's makeup because <laughs> it looks really good. I think she's going with the high, not the low makeup. But yeah, I like this, that they're trying to present the family as, you know, that they're having their own crises at home. That, you know, she, you know, it's really hard to be secretary of state and be a mother of three, you know, three teenagers. Or, uh, so that uh, that was really an episode. We still don't know who's doing the dishes in the kitchen. every day. We don't. They just seem to all leave for work and school. And there's a big pile of dishes and pots and pans.
0: <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. But we do know that she is trying to have some work life balance. But let's face it. Of all the jobs you got to pick in the world, there's probably about five or six where you really, really can't achieve work-life balance. And I would think Secretary of State is one of them, right?
1: I just a- think the travel component yeah. associated with that, you know, the fact that you're working with multiple uh, crises. Yeah. I mean, you can't have it all, in. Uh, so so Alice and-, and marie Slaughter, uh, she wrote a whole book on that. She was in the State Department. <laughs> right. And, and, and uh, she said you can't do it. And uh, But Teo Leone is trying to do it
0: she 's trying she was trying to pretend to care about her daughter 's fashion column for the school newspaper, but while everything else was falling down around her and I thought there was a very touching scene at the end when she 's talking about crisis management that that you know she used to have this life, and now it 's just become lurching from one crisis to another to another it 's both on a worldwide level and at her, at her family level. I thought that was a very realistic scene.
1: I like that too le, and i I did like that you know, that her daughter called her on the fact that her mother wasn't paying attention to her and and Bess felt really terrible about it. I mean, she really could see the anguish on her face, you know, that that she had kind of blown this situation with her middle daughter, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's also very typical. I think the middle daughter is supposed to be like in...
1: What is she in high school? It's hard for yeah, me to figure out. Sometimes. She's in high school. Okay. She's got sort of the snappy little um, blazer uniform. Yeah, that she yeah, that she's clearly yeah.
0: tailored. Yeah. Cause apparently yeah. now she's into fashion. That was the only thing I objected to.
1: Like <laughs> I wish <laughs> I come... could pick fashion. Yeah. As her... Well, yeah. I think isn't that also because it's just like the opposite, opposite. of anything that her right. mother is interested in.
0: Right. Right. Okay. I, I know, I know that was in particular, but I would have preferred like a sports column or something, but that's okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay, High low makeup. That's fine. But the daughter did sort of display some typical like teenage girl behavior. So there was a lot of that too. And then there was the one funny line when Beth says to Stevie, I thought you were the problem child. (laughs) That was very realistic after everything Stevie's been through. (laughs) All right. So that's on the home front. Now on the work front, I mean, it's just an exploding situation. We have a couple of things happening in this show. First of all, uh, we have Maria Ostrov, the Black Widow in Russia. Uh, She is making a huge power play to become the president of Russia. And and it appears her goal, once she is president of Russia, is to invade the Ukraine. But in the meantime, we have the Ukrainians coming to the United States looking for aid so they can protect their sovereignty. And then we have this hacker, this, you know, dark web hacker who was able to hack into air force one. He's been identified as dash. Okay. (laughs) And now he's, he's uh, has another credible threat out there. Something else is going to happen now, Julie, help me, help explain all this to me. So (laughs) do you think, okay, like, then we have Os- then we have Gorev,
1: who is who's in exile in London, right. right? And he he is he represents the only one that really he was a foreman, former former uh, foreign minister, and he's the only one that really represents any sort of credible. Opposition to the Black Widow in Moscow, yeah. but he does. But all of his money is frozen, Leon, because they had to. Because all the rich oligarchs that used to live in uh, Moscow, they all live in London now, and all of their funds are frozen. So he has no money to mount a big political campaign against uh, the Black Widow. So he call he has one ace in the hole, and he makes the call, right, Leon? He calls. He calls our Elizabeth. Yes. It said, can you help me, you know, sort of release my funds? He has a hundred million dollars, <laughs> Leon. He's doing okay. Okay. He was a public servant with a hundred. I know. I did. I, I did want did I, to ask
0: about that. I was like, where is that money from? They don't really uh, go into that, but like, it's, what was that? It is that. That's he just, just, he just stole know,
1: it. the people in power, they've got yeah, the money, Leon. Okay. That's how it works in Russia. So he's got a hundred million dollars. But um he has no way to get access to it. And that uh Bess tries to, she appeals to the British ambassador, maybe he can help, but but they can't do that because that would open the floodgates to all the oligarchs. They would all want their money back. So, but Bess, you know, one one of the things, amazing things about her as Secretary of State is she always she's a very creative problem solver, right? Yes, like, she is. She, and so there's always I like
0: the, the light bulb moment yeah. in every show. It's a, it's literal. It's like whoa,
1: yeah. And she jumps out of her seat and yeah, you know, yeah. And, and, yeah. And the ties on her blouse go flying. Ooh, yeah, she comes up with an answer, which is uh, which they which is the the, the you know the exiled foreign minister who's living in London. He had he could he has a hundred million dollars in real estate, Leon, that he can sell to some fancy pants lord. And he can cash in. That was a pretty good idea. It was a it was a great idea. No, it was, I know. she was just she
0: she's on it and she's pitching it and she's back in with the president and even Ratface Craig has to agree that it's a pretty pretty good idea. And she is really working it because again, we are all trying to avoid World War Three. But yes. and then we have the Ukrainian storyline and really, uh, Julie, uh, is that like? it's it's vulnerable right they could be they could be
1: invaded couldn't they well yes, they were I mean, yeah. Well, yeah putin did invade them. yeah yes so yes they, yeah. they are claiming that but what i loved about this is that the president of ukraine just shows up at the state department yeah. unannounced you know like like just did a drive-by you know you just who does that who does that and and he wants to get into nato which is like that's harder than getting in that golf club where they play the masters what is the name of that Augusta club? It's Augusta. Augusta it's like it's harder than getting into Augusta okay <laughs> he wants to get into NATO but what I love about the scenes with with uh, with our our secretary is I I was when I watch it I was like I really hope that our diplomats, Talk to their, you know, the foreign diplomats the way Elizabeth talks to the president of the Ukraine or anyone else that she's dealing with. She deals with them in such a super knowledgeable but super personal way. I just really like those scenes a lot. They're, they're, you know, they're just really compelling to me. I was like, I hope. I hope Secretary Kerry is having these kind of discussions <laughs> behind the scenes. You and know, was, it's I'm true.
0: Not- I thought she, I thought Taye this, she really shined in this episode. Because the scenes were not complicated, but you're right. She's com- completely believable at every level. And you do hope that this is how it rolls. Yeah. So we have these. And then in the meantime, it's clear that uh, Gorev, who uh, Bess is backing and the U.S. is backing with the real estate scam, uh, that he's he's in trouble. And uh, his they're threatening his daughter, who's in the United States. And it's clear that Gorev is in trouble and they need they need to throw everything they can at preventing World War Three. So, Julie, what is the answer? What do they throw? What's their secret weapon? It's television, Julie. It's television. it's the simpsons strategy leon that's what it is it's the simpsons
1: i loved i love
0: this storyline like in the middle of the world going into chaos money changing hands company countries being invaded air force one going down how can we fix this all television. Uh, Jay, who I wish he had more scenes because he's a good actor and I like his character and he's the most believable of the staff members to me. Uh, So Jay comes up with the idea that we have to fight propaganda with propaganda. We have to go into the Ukraine with a very popular American TV show that we ukraine eyes and somehow we can get our message out while fighting the russian propaganda machine who stages all these hack game shows followed by fake news so jay calls in some tv producers and he's trying to convince them no please really do the simpsons in ukrainian or um you know it's like phil rosenthal when he did everybody loves raymond in russia we talked to him on satellite sisters it's sort of that storyline but it's also kind of Argo, like I thought it was going to go kind of an Argo way. Yes,
1: yes. So so it
0: still could. Don't count the TV executives out, even though they denied him. And Jay makes this impassioned plea, like, we have no money. We can't pay the actors residuals, but we need you to contribute. And you have the opportunity to make a real difference. And the studio execs, they literally laughed in his face.
1: I know, I know. That was so those are liz's people they they are not patriotic he appealed to them like this is their chance to step up to be the patriot this is your moment you know he he you know he get that was like the best the best speeches so far this season and uh no no No, way he didn't didn't get it but they may be back I, I, I don't know. I saw just a glimmer
0: of hope. They may be back. There may be an Argo storyline. So keep, keep your eye on that. So in the middle of World War III, what we really need is television. And ain't that the truth? Okay. And then, Julie, the Henry storyline with young Dimitri the spy. I find this a very compelling storyline. I, I do, because I think in a very small way, it shows we have this idea that we are the only ones that love our country. But mm-hmm. that is not true. You no, Dmitri
1: loves his country. Yes. He loves Russia. He wants Russia to do the right thing. And he's tortured by the fact that he's now a double agent. And he has to, you know, he's spying on Mother Russia, all in the name of help, you know, because he wants to help his sister. You know, he's chosen his family uh, to make, you know, his sister is ill and she, he's getting her medical care by helping, helping by helping, helping the Americans. But, but he's, he's tortured crazy. and he's drinking too much. He's
0: drinking too much. He's saying things he shouldn't. He's he's breaking down. He's hiding in the stairwell. But in doing so, he overheard a key plot point that Gorov's daughter was about to be kidnapped and held in the house for a month. So Henry can step in and save Gorov's daughter, as they promised. Uh, Dmitri's torn because he does feel like the powers at play in Russia are going to invade Ukraine. His family has ties to the Ukraine. So he feels like now he is working for the good guys, sort of. But it's just a very humanizing story about, you know, how sometimes these huge decisions really come down to like the guy we talked about earlier in the news, the East German who said, Oh yeah, yeah, you guys can cross into West Germany now, no problem. And he completely changed the course of history. And I thought that was a very, there's some good scenes with Henry and the young spy. And it Um, shows
1: Henry in a very hard, you know, the hard side of Henry, Right? you know, at home, he's the affable professor, you know, the religion professor. And he always, has you know the bon mot and you know he's got he's inspiring and, and let's face it, he, he looks fantastic. And in the he looks fantastic. I mean, holy cow, like in his little shorts and t shirt, the t shirt, I know he's a good, yeah, it's guy. all good. But yeah. then we see him when he's handling Dimitri, he's you know, he's hard on him, he's hard on him, he's not letting him off the hook. I mean, because, because Henry feels like he has you know, world peace is like. It's in the balance there, Leon. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't try to stay ahead of this with getting the right intelligence, things could happen. So, in the end of the story, in the end of the show, we have a couple of things happening
0: that are big. Gorev, Bess's guy in Russia, gets assassinated by one of his aides. The
1: yeah. money is transferred. The aide shoots him and takes the money. And that—I that I mean, you know the what domestic. they say in Russia, like. Your only friend is a dog. You know, that's it. You can. You really, cannot. that's what they say in Russia. Yes, that's what they always say in Russia. Get it. Yeah. Your only friend is a dog. They don't. You don't trust anyone. you even the trusted aide who was di- dialing the phone numbers for him. Shot him right in the head. That was. That was. That was very shocking, Leon. It yeah. was.
0: It was shocking. And then we see Dash, the, you know, evil hacker. He takes down the Ukrainian president's plane. Miraculously they managed to all parachute out of this plane.
1: I, I don't believe that story. I, I think no. there's more to that story. There's more to that story. It's a little like the Russian plane going down in the Sinai yeah. earlier that we talked about earlier, Leon. I, I just I, I just don't know how they survived. Yeah. and whether or not the Ukraine the Ukrainians are somehow in on the hacking thing i yeah. don't know Lynn. i don't know there's there's some unanswered questions there yeah because they were
0: you know skyping with the ukrainian president in the field and i thought they were going to pull back and reveal like that he was in red square or something yeah there was <laughs> something <laughs> i was waiting for that and Bess is like oh go get some medical attention I'm like medical attention he's gonna have a couple of shots of vodka i think <laughs> doesn't need any medical attention so yeah there's some, something something was not right there there's something iffy iffy there about that and uh and then olga the Gorov's daughter returns to russia and best tries to make some peace with her own daughter if she gives that moving speech about just moving from crisis to crisis so <laughs> clearly you know we're setting up for the big, you know, Russian elections, and what will happen. And this dash is an interesting character. And in the meantime, you know, uh, Elizabeth just keeps moving forward. This uh, this week, Julie, the binder is full of blouses. Here's what we got. Um, we had both a red, a white, and a blue blouse. We had red, yes. white, and blue. Yes. <laughs> I She's sticking with that, with those, are the five, you know, the colors of the flag, Leanne. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I have to say my favorite was the blue blouse at the end. Me too,
1: Leanne. Yeah. I thought it really um, highlighted her hair. I thought it was a very strong uh, look for her. So, yes, I like that too. And then I just want to call out the oversized blue loungewear sweater that she was wearing this week. You... That is so you, Leanne. I can like... Totally. i okay. we where, where did you she get that them? spiralizer for Christmas? I'll I'll look at that lounge sweater for you. How about that?
0: Did you see the cuffs were a different color on the inside? There was there them. was a lot of style. I mean, I usually just wear large blue things, <laughs> but. That actually had a lot of style. I mean, she had a lot of good loungewear working this week, but that I just needed to call that out. And she had a great hair show, excellent hair show for tay Leone. So, uh, so that, that's that. Julie, anything else you want to add? Anything? No, right and I you? think it
1: was a very full episode. It was, there was a lot to digest and it really does set, set us up for, a, you know, for next week's crisis. I mean, I, you know, I don't know where, what, what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. You know, I do wish the president's character was a little bit more distinct. Sometimes I feel like he's sort of generic president, you know? Yeah. I mean, she had a little more happening. But other than that, I just thought I'd add that in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lynn. Okay. I don't write the show,
1: though. So, <laughs> I mean, send them a couple of notes.
0: You know, they did take our note about having Jay shave his beard. So, I, you know, who knows? Yes. They could yeah. be listening. Julie, they could be listening. All right. Uh, next week, we will be back with our Madam Secretary recap. For more information about us, you can go to SatelliteSisters.com. We are making appearances in your area. If you've newly discovered us, we're out on a book tour. We're going to be in Pasadena. We're going to be in Portland. We're going to be in St. Paul and we're going to be in Dallas. Information about that is at SatelliteSisters.com. We talk about lots of other things besides TV, but we just we really love talking about TV. So there, there you go. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Julie, have a great week. You too, Leanne. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.